Hello, friends. Welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you're listening to episode 279 of Sustainable Minimalists, a twice-weekly show about intentional and eco-minimalist living. Today, we are diving deep into sodium lauryl sulfate, or sodium laureth sulfate. What is this chemical, and why is it in our cleaning products, our makeup, our beauty products, and more specifically, as to a listener's question, why is it in our laundry detergent? Should we be avoiding it? My friend, Meredith, and when I say friend, I mean that I actually knew Meredith back in college. So Meredith, so wonderful to hear from you. I hope you're doing well. I love following your family on social media. Meredith wrote to me and she asked me to look into seventh generation free and clear laundry detergent. While the laundry detergent package is beautiful and crisp, The first ingredient is sodium lauryl sulfate. Should we be buying this product? Sodium lauryl sulfate, we're going to refer to that as SLS today, and sodium laureth sulfate, I am going to, just for sake of me not messing up all my words, we're going to refer to sodium laureth sulfate as SLES today. These chemicals are in soaps, shampoos, bubble baths, toothpaste, body wash, shaving cream, face cleaners, mouthwash. I could go on and on. Chances are, if you turn over a cleaning product or a beauty product, you will see SLS or SLES listed. And that's because these chemicals act as both an emulsifier. Oh my gosh, big word. What is an emulsifier? An emulsifier is something that keeps ingredients mixed. It's also a surfactant, another big word. What does that mean? Surfactants keep things clean, gets rid of dirt and grime. It also foams, and consumers, we love a good foam, don't we? Especially when we're washing our hair. If it doesn't make suds, we're feeling like we're not getting clean. We're going to get into my two concerns with SLS in a minute, but if you're wondering about the difference between SLS and SLES, so the laurel versus the laureth, the answer is that to make SLES, the laureth, The laurel, sodium laurel sulfate, has to go through a process called ethoxylation with the goal of making SLS less harsh and irritating. Now, Meredith, you were right to raise a side eye with regard to sodium laurel sulfate being the first ingredient in your laundry detergent. There are two problems with this, in my humble opinion. The first is an environmental problem. Sodium lauryl sulfate often originates from palm kernel oil, aka palm oil. Sodium lauryl sulfate can be manufactured in a lab, but it also often comes from quote-unquote natural sources like coconuts and palm kernel oil. I have covered the massive environmental concerns associated with cultivating the oil palm tree. Oil palm trees create palm oil. And so we're not going to dive too deep into it today. It was episode 187, if you missed it, and I will link to it in this week's show notes. But essentially, just so we're all on the same page, rainforests are cut down to cultivate the oil palm tree. And so when we cut down rainforests, we are cutting down essential forests that sequester carbon from the atmosphere. But it's also important to remember that rainforests often sit on top of peatlands, which means that when we cut down the rainforest to plant oil palm trees, 
we are not only cutting down trees, which again, remove carbon from the atmosphere, but we're also releasing centuries worth of carbon that have been in the peatlands when we set peatlands on fire to make room for the oil palm. So again, there's much more to talk about with regard to environmental concerns when it comes to palm oil. So check out episode number 187 if you missed it. And also when we talk about the environmental concerns associated with SLS and SLES, it's important to go back to the product itself. The product, again, which Meredith wrote to me about, was seventh generation laundry detergent. Seventh Generation is a brand that is owned by Unilever. You've probably heard of Unilever before, and that's because Unilever is a gigantic mega corporation that owns over 400 brands, brands like Dove, Soap, Vaseline, Suave, Ben & Jerry's. Unilever owns a lot. (laughs) 2.5 billion people around the world use at least one Unilever product each day, And not surprisingly, Unilever, like many mega corporations, Unilever does not have a great track record with regard to environmental protections, but also it has a lackluster track record with regard to animal welfare and workers' rights. I am not exaggerating when I say that Unilever has been accused of slavery, child labor, deforestation, animal testing, and creating toxic waste dumps in the past. So let's get back to Meredith's question about seventh generation detergent. On the jug, there is a third party logo front and center, and it says safer choice. And then under that, it says safer for your family. And then under that, it says meets the US EPA safer product standards. Okay, there's so much going on there. (laughs) The EPA is the Environmental Protection Agency. And the Safer Choice seal is designed to help consumers choose products that are safer for the planet. So I'm not sure why this jug is saying that the product is safer for your family. I'm not sure that's justified. And then on top of that, there's the EPA Safer Product Standard Safer Choice logo on this big plastic jug, which in my opinion, that big plastic jug is not all that safe for the planet. So it would not be too much of a stretch to wonder as to whether the seventh generation brand under the Unilever umbrella is simply there, simply designed, I would say, to snag the business of eco-leaning consumers. And so if you're ready and willing to take another step towards eco-conscious consumerism, it would be a great Next step, Meredith and everyone listening, to skip all seventh generation products. Because remember, all seventh generation products are owned by Unilever. So we're not just skipping the laundry detergent. We are skipping all of the products and we're finding smaller companies to support with our dollars instead. There are plenty of small companies that are not under the umbrella of gigantic mega corporations that have great products that are made in the United States that use eco-friendly packaging. I could go on and on. So along with the environmental concerns associated with sodium lauryl sulfate is the environmental concerns and more associated with Unilever. So we're going to get into the health concerns. So human health and SLS. We're going to get into that after a quick word from today's sponsor. 
And we are back. We are discussing sodium laurel sulfate. Is that seventh generation free and clear laundry detergent all that great if the first ingredient is SLS? Before the break, we talked about my environmental concerns associated with SLS. Now we're going to talk about human health concerns. Sodium laurel sulfate is known to be harmful to human health. It is often contaminated with different carcinogens. Carcinogens, by the way, means causes cancer. Let that sink in for a minute. Known to cause cancer. Sodium lauryl sulfate is not known to cause cancer, but it is often contaminated with carcinogens. So keep that in mind for a minute. When SLS and SLES is in shampoos, it is linked to hair loss and slower hair growth. We're going to talk about shampoo in a minute, by the way, because SLS is almost always in shampoo. You can find a SLS-free shampoo, and I would suggest it. When sodium lauryl sulfate is in toothpaste, it is linked to an increase in canker sores. SLS and SLES is highly irritating to the skin. It is known to cause eczema and allergies and skin irritation. And that's because it strips the skin of oils and moisture. So let's talk about hair for a minute. When you're using a shampoo with sodium lauryl sulfate, you are essentially stripping the hair follicle of protective oils. And if you know anything about the no shampoo movement, the premise of that movement is that the SLS in your shampoo strips the hair of really needed oils, which then forces your scalp to overproduce oils, which then means your hair is getting greasier quicker, which then means you have to wash your hair more which then means, therefore, that you guessed it, you have to keep buying more and more shampoo. There's other health concerns as well that I do feel as though it's important to mention, and that comes from the process of ethoxylation, making SLS, SLES. Ethoxylation requires ethylene oxide. Ethylene oxide is a known human carcinogen, so it has been found that ethylene oxide causes cancer in humans. I can't overstate that enough. And when ethoxylation takes place, a byproduct of that ethoxylation is 1 in 4 dioxane. That byproduct is another probable human carcinogen, so probably causes cancer. (laughs) Ethylene oxide causes cancer. 1 in 4 dioxane probably causes cancer in humans. So my final word here for you, Meredith, when it comes to your laundry detergent, is that you can do better. You can do better from an environmental standpoint. If that's where your heart first values lie, you can pick a detergent that comes in zero waste packaging. There's plenty of them these days. If you are concerned about the health effects associated with SLS, SLES, etc., you can choose a laundry detergent that is more holistically healthy. Molly Suds is a big one. Tandy's Natural is another one. EcoMe is another one. I'll link to some in the show notes. Just know, though, that in this case, as in many others, it's really helpful to decide where your values lead you. So are you more concerned about the environmental aspects or are you more concerned with the human health aspects? Choose the value that speaks most to your heart and go in that direction. Because if you're going to purchase Molly Suds, let's say, which is a healthier option, know that 
that would not be a zero waste choice. Maybe perhaps not the most environmentally friendly choice. At my last look, Molly Suds came in a plastic bag. So so just know that there's no wrong answer. Any choice made with intention is always a right answer. I also want to say too, so there's two final words. Final word number two is that if you're listening to this show today and you're thinking to yourself, what's a little skin irritation? Who cares? I'm sure I'll be fine. I would say there are certainly more concerning chemicals to avoid. (laughs) There's formaldehyde, which is often in nail polish and is known to cause cancer. Okay, so if you haven't cleaned up your formaldehyde exposure, if you haven't cleaned up your nail polish yet, I did an episode on that as well. I'll link to it in the show notes. But if I were you, I would worry about my formaldehyde exposure before I worried about my SLS exposure, personally. If you haven't cleaned up your parabens or phthalates exposure yet, parabens and phthalates are known endocrine disruptors. What does that mean? That means they mess with your hormones. They're also obesogens. Have you ever heard that word before? It's a good one. I should do a whole episode on this. Tell me if you want it. But parabens and phthalates are obesogens, which cause humans to get and stay fat. So yes, there are other ingredients that I would probably consider more alarming than SLS and SLES. I would suggest you work on significantly reducing your exposure to the worst offenders first before you tackle SLS. But for the rest of us who have been on this journey, who have already cut out those worst offenders, I do believe it is time to look at SLS and our products and do what we can to avoid it. One more thing before we go. I've seen ammonium lauryl sulfate and ammonium laureth sulfate on packaging lately. Know that ammonium lauryl sulfate, we'll call that ALS and AL. ES, ammonium laureth sulfate, know that they have similar health concerns as associated with SLS and SLES. So if you are of the better safe than sorry mindset, like I am, it's best to also avoid those ingredients. Finally, I guess this would be final word number three, I have so much to say today, is to remember the concept of body burden. So substances add up in our bodies over time. It's human nature to say that a little exposure here and a little exposure there, it's not going to hurt me. I'll be fine. But remember that over a lifetime, a little exposure here, a little exposure there adds up to an awful lot of exposure. So again, better safe than sorry. Work to reduce your exposure to potentially harmful substances for better human health over your lifespan. That's all I've got today. Meredith, so thrilled to hear from you. Listeners, if you have a question, you need to email me. I am so excited about all the emails I've been getting from all of you. Send me an email, ask your question, request a product review if you would like that, and I will see you soon. Have an amazing weekend. I hope everybody's enjoying summer, if it is summer, in your corner of the world. Talk soon and take care.